0: Coming up in this episode of The KickCast, a functional purse that can hide your lunch and keep it cool, the stove knob goes blue, and the toilet brush loves lilac. All that more, so sit back and relax. It's time for The KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of The KickCast, the podcast where we go out and find crowdfunding projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am KT Data, one ahead of the show, and joining me is the man, soon-to-be, internationally well-known documentator dude, the one and only <laughs> Drew Tyler. How are you doing, my friend? Yes,
1: I'm good. I'm good. I shall be soon internationally known.
0: Is is, is that the correct term? International docu- documentator tur
1: No, documentarian, <laughs> I think, <laughs> is right. where you have to go. All
0: right. I, I love it. You're, so you're you're literally leaving the country with your wife, which I also think is like...
1: I'm pretty excited about the
0: that. O- the ultimate awesomeness too. That both of you yes. guys are going to go and film a documentary. Yes, I'm like... pretty
1: excited about it. So we're we're uh, we're joining a bunch of students who are doing service projects over in Mozambique uh, for a couple of weeks. We're showing up at the tail end to capture some of their uh, just some of their work and some of their feelings about working for three weeks to to serve people over there. So we get to capture that story and, and bring it back. I'm kind of excited. I, I love a good long like strong project. And this one gives me some chances to to uh, really stretch. So I'm excited, and and to get to work with an award winning producer. Come on, she's Ooh, hot too.
0: Awesome. She single?
1: No, that's my <laughs> wife. <laughs> it's true. No, what do you? I was like, who do you? Be a I'm like, wait wait we're a with.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm excited, and then I'm gonna be like on net. I'm gonna wait until it's like on Netflix or something. I'm like, I know that guy that did that.
1: Oh, that guy. i'm hoping it gets that good like it'll be a, a good like starter documentary i've done smaller ones i've edited somebody else's i've you know produced others but this will be fun because it's all it's kind of all our story so yeah. i'm excited
0: you're not gonna get like crazy and like the next one gonna eat the entire wendy's menu or something in a month right
1: <laughs> No, but I do love I do love Morgan's Burlock style so maybe I could come up with something. Actually, I,
0: I just thought I one but one we should do is one entirely on bacon.
1: Uh, who wouldn't watch that? The History of bacon. So, that's, that's good that's good TV.
0: Just I mean, I I watched the sriracha one and so why not why not one on bacon?
1: You would. You would.
0: All right. So, if this is your first time watching the show, first of all, Welcome to the show, and yes, this is what Drew and I do because I don't get to see Drew that often. So
1: I'm always excuse, I'm always
0: excited, and especially since you weren't here last episode, I feel like it's ah. been like ages.
1: It has been a month, hasn't it? Wow, yeah. so sorry.
0: I'm home. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't see my buddy, and you know, because you know the the I had that harsh realization as I was looking through my social media feeds yesterday. I'm like, oh yeah, it's National Siblings Day. I'm an only child, so. I, I you get nothing. So yeah, Drew Drew's the closest I have to to a true bro, so that's why
1: <laughs> I will be your bro. <laughs> All
0: right. So um before we go into our projects today, we actually have some, you know, quick news and this is an interesting one. Um and Drew, you've worked semi closely with this company. Um it's this it's this it's this little website called uh the Facebook. I, I, I guess they're getting into crowdfunding. In in terms of um gofundme style where they call it personal fundraising um on on facebook so what what they announced uh, I think about a week ago is that now that they're rolling out this personal fundraiser so pages and nonprofits and stuff they can actually embed it on their page so people can donate it to to that um and right now they're starting out with a A handful of fundraisers so right now it's education medical pet medical crisis relief personal emergency funeral and loss so you can post that onto your actual facebook page um and they they take about seven percent and a thirty dollar and a what is it 30 cent fee yeah 30 cent fee i always miss that decimal they wrote it kind of weird um that goes through the processing um and their idea is kind of just to embed crowdfunding right into your feed um how do, you, how do you feel about this, Drew? Do you, are are you looking for um, something like this <laughs> in your Facebook feed?
1: It's super. It's super interesting. Like, um, they do a lot of things on Facebook, but one of the things that they do really well is they connect you with people that you know and care about. Like, it's it seems like a perfect fit. You already see tons of people that are like, "Hey, here's a need that we have, and here's the GoFundMe page, right?" And you kind of connect it. So making that like native inside of Facebook as an opportunity for you to to uh, share and and connect with friends and family that are already there, it makes very good sense. In fact, just today I uh, was telling my students they all should have LinkedIn accounts and the LinkedIn Pro accounts. And every time I mention that to to a class, one of them goes, "Oh yeah, like I can afford that." And I stop my lecture right in the middle of it, and I go, you look at me. You have friends and family who would love for you to get a real job. So run a GoFundMe that just says, help me pay for my LinkedIn Pro account. (laughs) This would be perfect, right? You put that on your Facebook, and you go, hey, guys, I'm trying to graduate college, and then I'm going to need a job. And then you have Facebook right there, a little cause, right, a little pledge that goes right to you for what you need to get you graduated. Anyway, I think it's fantastic yeah. i I think it's fine, yeah, I think they're maybe stepping on some toes, they're probably you know well not stepping on toes like right? that's that, in business that's just called being aggressive, <laughs> taking over another market <laughs> right
0: expanding diversify uh
1: but honestly, I think it's I think it's a good move for them that is they have eyeballs, they have metrics, they have data galore like this is a fantastic thing um I don't I don't know if this was mentioned in here, but they are just now releasing their API for donations. In general yeah right. Causes yeah, things. yeah right here's so, kind of what it is
0: so what, what i love about it and it, i think it hits close to home for you is that you can actually have that button on a live stream um they have a they have an example of this yes. where they're they're raising money for the children's Ho- miracle network hospitals
1: i was actually just as a side note i i pitched i pitched children's miracle hospital for that exact stream and said yes me and my team we can do that and i gave them a full pitch and uh was pretty pretty close to being, you know, to getting it, but they had to move really fast. But they were that's who they launched this whole thing with. That's really fun. So I was on the front end of that. That's fun. I was right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I I actually like it and I think it makes sense too because they're not just saying, "Hey, I invented this thing and I'm trying to raise money for it." It's the, the <laughs> categories that they have right now are more for like, "Oh crap, life just punched me in the face. Can you help me out?" And who's the most likely to help you out other than Probably your friends that you have on Facebook, right?
1: Friends, uh, friends, and family. That's who. That's who's gonna do it for you. Yep.
0: Um, and then uh, what you were mentioning too. So I, I guess I finally got a cave and get a LinkedIn account. I, I go through this process. Like, I'll want to know why I don't have a LinkedIn account? It's because every time, I'm like, yeah, I should probably set up a LinkedIn account, and then right after I say it. Sometimes, hours, I'll get an email. So and so's on LinkedIn and wants to connect with you. I'm like, screw it. I don't want this unsolicited spam, so I don't sign up for it.
1: <laughs> you can turn off those notifications. Well, I don't. Have, it's I, just. It's so annoying network. that
0: I'm like, Argh! so. And that's why I've been boycotting LinkedIn for so long.
1: <laughs> well, if you're not looking, then you don't need it.
0: But that, too. I also have a job. So.
1: So. That's right. You don't really need to hunt for a job. <laughs> I
0: probably don't need the pro one either, but you know, it seems like something I should have. Um, all right. So, in ter- and th- th- this kind of links to our next story in terms of just like signing up for things. Um, oh. So Kickstarter has launched this new feature called guest pledging. So, ha- have you been to some of those like more e-commerce sites and stuff where you're like, yeah. oh, I want to buy that, but you know, that's the one time you're ever only going to buy that. You're never going to come back to this website and buy like. 300 hand soap samples or something you just like right. want one and you can do the guest checkout right
1: right right yep so
0: um kickstarter announced that they are now doing guest pledging which is essentially that you can so you know say you're not like a big crowdfunder, and you just maybe your friend's launching a new album and you're like yeah i'll throw them a couple bucks um but that's the only thing i'm ever going to do you can now do a guest checkout um hmm. And then from there, you just got to make sure the, I mean, the key point, the weak point is since you can't log back in, make sure you put in the right email address so you can get the information and link back to it. Um, and then they also give you the option, of course, to create an account after you've pledged for the first time and um, keep that stuff. So what's great about it and what's a little bit different is that when guest pledgers do pledge, if you go into your list of backers, it's going to be guest and then some random number that they generated that applies to that person. Um ah. and you'll be able to contact them that way by sending them messages and stuff. So if you need to do the post backer surveys and stuff, it will still get to them. Um that way. So right now they're available for dance, journalism, theater, and craft, and they're gonna slowly expand to all the other categories in the next couple weeks. Um this is like is this, is this something that you're like, man, I really wish Kickstarter had. Yeah, I didn't miss it,
1: but it's you know, I have I do what I do what I do. Yeah. But I like the idea. I like what they're thinking of here.
0: Yeah, I, I like it because it creates a lower barrier to entry, right. especially to people who are newer to crowdfunding projects where they're like, right. I kind of want to back that, but then they see the sign up process. I'm like, uh, nah. Now they can do it. And then if they want to create the account, which is, that's I think it's, that's why I think it's smart for them to put that right at the end um, to kind of create a full fledged integration process. But yeah, I, I, I do like this. Um, and hopefully, you know, it it's going to get more people to back some things because it's more – you can be more of a knee-jerk backer, I guess.
1: Right, because it's, it's super easy to be like, e-. like, everybody I know is doing this one. I'll do it too without really com- committing to, like, that lifestyle of backery like you and I have been sucked into. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> where I spend lots and lots of money on stuff. Like, I've backed two different board games already this month. Um <laughs> All right, so um, we don't have any kick shots this month, but again, if you have a project and you want us to mention it on the show, shoot us an email, uh, uh, kickcast at ktdata.net or on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash kickcast or on the Twitters, and we'll, you know, just send us a uh, Twitter-length description of your project and we'll mention it on the show. Um, Yep, yep. yep. So for our first project, um, this is going to seem weird to you because I am not a – I'm nowhere remotely – Subject matter expert on this, I think, yeah, I I think I you laughed may, when I saw this. Yeah, I think you may have like fringe knowledge about this.
1: Oh, no, uh, very fringe. But when I saw this, I I guffawed. I was like, oh, 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 <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. But
0: have you ever had uh, had this problem when you're like, all right, let's go with the kids to the park or something, right? Um, and. You're like, well, I should probably bring some lunch because it's already like 10 and stuff mm-hmm. and I don't want to, you know, take them to McDonald's or something or it's too far yeah. away, right? Every day, all day. So you're carrying like the, the the little cooler around, right? Um And I don't know if you've ever had this problem. Well, I know you don't have this problem because you don't carry a purse. But this seems like a problem, say, if your wife was... Does she? I don't even know if your wife carries a purse. To be honest with you, um, it's a
1: very, it's a very small. It's a very small wallet purse. Thank okay,
0: this but you can't fit lunch in that, right? So she. Oh no. So if that happens, she's probably having the small purse and then you know another cooler of sandwiches and stuff,
1: right? We do backpacks because we're college people, so we just don't <laughs> have. backpacks. <laughs> so
0: um, our first project tonight is called uh, Isolare, and it is fashionable handbags that is it have
1: french it's a latte uh, i
0: guess so um I, I don't know i'm not i like this is totally uncharacteristic of me because i know nothing about fashion if you've guys seen how i dress yeah i, I shouldn't be allowed outside uh, <laughs> um and so they're handbags but they also have secret insulated compartments so you can have like your lunch or other food stay warm or cold as you go, and you don't have to carry a second bag around.
1: Um, so it's a sexy cooler. No, it's
0: still a purse too. It has it's, so it has a compartment for your food, but it also has the purse stuff where you know, I you know,
1: this is really strange.
0: I I think it's a good idea. I. Like I said, I don't carry on a purse so I have no idea how useful this is. I just thought it was neat to be honest well, with i remember
1: me. I remember early days uh you know when <laughs> kids were young that we had to you know you'd carry a lot of milk with you and so if you had actual like pumped breast milk you want to keep that fresh, so we'd carry ice packets and things to keep it cool but so this is a like foiled cooler section in the bottom of a fancy purse
0: yeah um and oh. and what I like about it. Is, and, like, again, I have zero <laughs> expertise in this, that it doesn't look like you're carrying around a cooler. Um I mean, when you go to the park or the beach, you see when somebody's carrying around a cooler, even no matter how stylish it is, you're like, yeah, that's a cooler.
1: Um Right, right. They're not stylish.
0: Yeah. These are kind of more hidden. So, like, if you looked at this back closed, you probably couldn't tell there was a cooler at the bottom. Um And, yeah, I have no idea if there's a need for this or not. I just thought it was kind of neat. Um, they have, you know, they have the satchels, uh, crossbody, which is, I guess, a messenger bag, I guess. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, some more satchels, uh, Mia Hobo. I, <laughs> what, I don't know the Hobo well, one. what's Hobo's the difference? I, I have no idea the difference between a Hobo and a Tote. Um, and then speaking of backpack, there's a backpack version. Would you carry this around?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's, a that's a, that's a lady's backpack, but i <laughs> Yeah, Because here's my problem. I often will take my my uh, lunch to school, but, like, if I teach at 730 or or uh, if I forget to pull my food out of my bag – in fact, this is probably, like, an every-other-day occurrence – it will stay in my backpack. Just my, like, food out of the fridge and a Tupperware, it will stay in my backpack for probably four or five hours, and then I'll be <laughs> like, uh, is this even safe now? I don't know. Yeah. So that's what – I would totally do that because then at least I'd buy myself a couple hours.
0: Um, yeah, and so what What the other cool thing is 5% of every bag sale that they make actually goes to a community charity. Charity Right now, the current one is Eastside Academy, a nonprofit alternative high schools whose mission is inspiring change in the lives of at-risk youth through high school education, counseling, recovery, and housing and life skills programs. So, you know, not only are you getting a, a cool bag that can do stuff, you're also helping out a local community which I think is in Seattle. Yep, in Seattle. Um, like I said, I, I've never had to carry a purse in my life, so I have no idea if this is useful or practical or whatsoever. I just think it's a great idea. <laughs> Does this look like something you'd get as a gift for someone?
1: I Possibly. Like, I really do like the idea. I was I was really on board until I just watched a little bit of the video, and at the very end, I think she opens up the bottom of one of the bags and slides in a single banana. I was like, I don't know, but there's gotta be like more important <laughs> things in your life that you're packing around than a single <laughs> banana. Like, I don't know, you don't want,
0: okay. Well you don't want the banana to get crushed, right? It wouldn't get it wouldn't
1: get crushed, so there's a backdown. <laughs> um they they come in pretty costly, like way more than a cooler. Like I don't mind looking like a dork if I'm if I'm carrying around like a thirty, forty dollar cooler while I'm going to the park or doing things. Uh, this must be really for like classy people because like, I cannot yeah, the, imagine. Those, those even... fa-
0: I mean, like fashionable stuff's always expensive, right? Like, I, I, uh... I,
1: and that's why I'm not fashionable, and maybe that's why you and I both <laughs> just are like, that's not us. Yeah, 140 bucks for a purse by itself, even if it were like a really nice purse, is strange to me. Well, but
0: I, I know people will spend that much for a purse, right?
1: Like, the only thing this is missing is Bluetooth. <laughs> Yes. So, ha- so, okay. so that
0: way if you leave your $134 purse somewhere, yes. you'll know you left it and you can go back and get it.
1: Yes, that for at least $134. Um, but I do love the idea. I think it's a fantastic idea that somebody said, hey, you're going to be carrying this part around anyway. Why not put in the cooler and the cooling part, build it into the purse, and then then you do look, you look classy when you're pulling the Cheerios out for the kid in the middle of church or something. It's like <laughs> – I got my fancy purse and the Cheerios no, are cold. No, you don't.
0: You, see, see, you don't even have to carry dry food now. You can like carry like fruit and keep it cool. So, huh? you, yeah. like yeah. so full, you pull like, out the parfait. carrots and the, you pull out the carrots and the ranch, and <laughs> you can, can you just go to town in the middle of church. No one's gonna notice.
1: This is a track for me. Like it's way out of my league, and I just don't think I feel comfortable. <laughs> Putting money towards a purse this size, yeah, this it, amount for me, it's it. a
0: track with a question mark because I have no idea if, like, uh, a, 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 you know, somebody who would use a purse would think these are fashionable. Like, <laughs> it oh, looks like bad. a purse to me.
1: <laughs> oh my god, don't read the chat. Reverend Rev, Revs adding his two cents.
0: <laughs> we'll just leave it there. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's let's go on to, uh, to let's go on to our next project where at least we sort of have some knowledge on this. Um,
1: uh, yeah, this one I know all about it, but I'm, but I'm still a little confused by it. So I'll because yeah,
0: because take... you're slowly smart, smart, smart homifying, right?
1: Yes, I like the, I like the way you put that. I am bit by bit smart homifying. <laughs> Wait, homo. Oh my- <laughs> I have – so I have, I have a nest. I have cool light bulbs that I spent my special Christmas money on because I thought it was so dang cool that I could tell Alexa to turn on my lights. Th- this morning, I got to class. I teach at 730 in the morning. So I get to class, and I uh, had turned on the Bluetooth speaker before I left. So right before I started class – I uh, – on my on my app on my phone, I triggered the song, and Alexa played Revelief to wake up all the kids. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Yeah. So yeah. like full-volume PA system, kids are sleeping, and they get – Anyway, I was really proud of myself. <laughs> so on to the smart homifying project. This one is called the clove knob, which is supposed to make your stove smart and safe. I still have some questions, but from what I understand, the clove knob – uh, is like a built-in timer that's far more accurate than you know, like punching the buttons. So uh, on one level, I'm like, okay, you solved a little bit of a problem, but at the same time, I'm like, it wasn't that big of a problem. Like, if I forget to punch in like how much time has gone by since I started the the burner, not a big deal. So let me tell you what this project is. Take a look. The clove knob is essentially a you take off the knob off your off your oven or your stove top and you put their knob on. And you calibrate it, so their knob knows where, like, when it's off, it knows when it's on simmer, and it knows when it's on like full blast. And because it knows that, it connects to an app. That um, can I they- also ask
0: how you make a pizza on a stovetop? <laughs> <laughs> or, or does this work for the oven one too? I ob- guess. it works
1: <laughs> the oven too. It'll go for the oven too, uh, because it's any of those any of those knobs that you're turning okay, on, right? okay, so that makes it. sense.
0: I was a little confused when I saw the pizza there
1: <laughs> no a little if you if your knob if your oven has a knob, like mine is touchscreen, so then it's like Ooh. harder for the part.
0: you're you're, you're all fancy now,
1: like it, it when,
0: when, when when are, when are you going to be like alexa three sixty five please broiler
1: well, see, I'm hoping to get there at some point, and I really thought when I started looking at Clove knob that, that maybe this was kind of getting there close where it could be like Alexa, turn on the stove or something like that like that is totally dangerous, and it should never happen, but I was. Hoping- <laughs> I was hopeful that it might happen. However, here's all it does. You can – it does connect with Alexa and Google Smart Home, and you can basically say things like, um, you know, bo- I'm making pizza or I'm making spaghetti, and it will give you like a voice-guided recipe. So you don't have to like flip through recipes. It has like voice-guided recipes Um I'm not seeing, I'm not sure how that works. It it didn't seem like it was very clear to me. Like my hands are always messy. So when I reach over and start like messing with the iPad or something to be like, okay, next thing, next thing, it's just getting messy. Where if I could just be like, Alexa, what's the next step? And she told me that would be kind of cool. But then the knob,
0: that's what kids were.
1: Yeah. yeah. Can you, Hey, scroll that up for me. Hey, <laughs> no, cause they want to cook. <laughs> my kids is like, Hey dad, I want to do this. And then I'm like, no, you're going to mess it up. Um, So what I can't figure out with this is that, like, so it doesn't control your knob. It merely is a sensor that gives feedback back to Alexa, and it knows how long it's been on. And so if you say, I'm cooking spaghetti, hey, Alexa, you know, whatever, smart cooking app, I'm cooking spaghetti. It knows that it's like seven or eight minutes, and it knows what you like. And because it knows when the knob is turned on, it knows, like, whether it's on simmer or it's on full – and then the alert on your app will come in and it'll basically say all right time's up because it actually is counting like the actual like moment that the stove is heated and 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 on now they they make this big push like you can you know live your life while your food is cooking and you don't have to be distracted because you're on the phone but i have a giant timer that beeps <laughs> And that tells me to stop doing what I'm doing and go back to the cooking. So I don't know why that's any different than getting it on my phone and getting like a beep, beep, beep and looking at it and going, oh, yep, my food is done. So the, the fun the fun parts of it, though I may not understand it all, the fun parts of it are it will get smarter with time. It does know kind of what you like, and so if you cook pizza a second or third time, it will know, okay, well – he pulled, it out. he pulled it out at 14 minutes last time, or he, he left it in for an extra two minutes last time, and it will adjust to that because it knows again where that knob is sitting. So it it knows um, – I was probably going to say if you've been bad or good, but that's <laughs> Santa Claus. It, it knows what your stove is doing. It does have this nice safety feature that if you for some reason are walking out of the house and the, and your, no, your knob is turned on – it will alert you on the phone and say, whoa, 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 like a geofence. It's like, you're leaving the house. Are you sure you want to leave your burner on? So I've never left my burner on.
0: You know how useless that is for me because I keep my phone on silent 90% of the time.
1: <laughs> so, so You're like you're like an hour away and you flip it open. And you're like, oh, oh. there goes my house. Um, so I don't know. There's, there's some things I don't quite understand, um, but – I like where it's going. Let's put it that way. I like where it's going. I think the idea is fun. Uh, I really, really wish that it was like full on Alexa turn my knobs for me. Yeah,
0: I Um, I mean, I I, kind of see where like, it seems like the underlying technology is kind of cool. But I think their marketing message is kind of weird.
1: It's it's it was difficult for me to follow honestly it was a little difficult to be like what yeah
0: it's cuz there I actually saw something similar to this at CES this year um and it was from the guy who made the smart pillbox where the pillbox would you know send what, and, and his, his approach was that the pillbox you know it sends you reminders and then say if you haven't opened the pillbox in an hour's time it will send it will notify somebody else so they can check on oh, the person right. and stuff right yeah yeah Safe so here. so so his oven stove um knob is kind of an extension of it. So you don't calibrate it. It knows when the stove's on and when it's off. That's it. Um but what it does is it integrates into that same notification system where it'll be like, hey, your stove's still on after like 15 minutes or so, something like that. And you know, if you set it for 40 minutes and then it's still on, it can send it to you like, you know, say say if you have, you know, more elderly grand parents that are living by themselves still and you want to put that on so that way you know and you can keep an eye on them just in case they forgot to turn off the stove or something like that. Um, that makes a little bit more sense. This like the the recipe stuff is kinda like weird because I mean, can't you do this with your phone right now already? Go um timer. Like, you know, yeah. Just like, go. hey
1: Siri, set a timer for thirty minutes. That's as easy. I mean, this is voice activated too, but that's kinda like feels a little convoluted with their, like your spaghetti, like I'm gonna yeah. cook dry pasta or what you know, you yeah, try to figure if, out what's What, what is. if you
0: don't like the recipe?
1: Exactly. I don't. I don't know if I can put any recipe in there. And if I can, how does it know? Like, can I ask it and be like, "All right, what's the next step?" Uh, so I'm. I'm a little confused. I'm with you. I think the marketing message is a little like varied. It's not. It, it's not like a, a one trick pony. It's got voice activation plus knob recognition plus warnings and safeties. Um, yeah, it's kind of all over the place.
0: Yeah. And FYI, if you do get this and you like take off your uh, stove knob, I learned this from the guy from the. Who, who made the pillbox because he had a, a a knob cover and his device there, but it was under glass and there was only one. And I asked him, How come you only have one? He's like, um, Because I took this off my um, hotel room stove. You told me that. <laughs> Because my wife would not let me take the one I have at home, and apparently to get these covers, they have to special order them. So, it's like, I went to Home Depot; they didn't have any, so I just took this off my thing. So, don't lose those, or you're gonna have you're gonna have <laughs> you're a fun time trying to replace that's that. That's <laughs> so
1: funny. Well, that is my that is the clove knob. Yeah, uh, this one's a
0: two. track for me. Just cause it seems a little too complicated.
1: You know, it, and, it and, does have. Yeah, is, is this the Bluetooth? Same time, it's not. It's not complicated enough. Like it, yeah. it's complicated, but it's like me trying to figure out what it does is a complicated part. Uh, as far as I understand it, you can talk to it, but yet yeah, you still have to turn your knob and still turn on your phone, and it will. T- it's a timer. It's like a built-in timer instead of punching buttons. Yeah. It just,
0: what's the battery life on this thing?
1: Uh, I did see that, and it was um, days. I did see that.
0: It's rechargeable, right? Because.
1: It would 30 suck. months.
0: It would suck if these... I mean, it seems like it's one of those one-and-done ones, too. Which
1: Well, I the battery says user-replaceable user battery, uh, but it's, it'll hold for about 30 months, which, which is... What is that? Almost three almost three years.
0: Yeah. Rev's for- right. Rev's right. It doesn't even have an LED or anything. Like, <laughs> that would make it better. You know, just make it... Because I know the light on my stove, if I'm not paying attention, I can totally miss it. So, you know, having it on the actual knob, that could help.
1: Well here's did you know that that the uh I had a grill that for almost probably three or four years, like the tail end of its life, I lit with a with a lighter stick. Yeah. Until I like dismantled the grill and was like taking it away because I was done with it. I lit it with a lighter stick because my self igniter had stopped working at some point, not realizing that a year and a half, maybe three years before that, I'd put a double A battery in the igniter. Like it was built on a battery <laughs> and I just never unscrewed <laughs> it. And went, oh, it's a battery that's just ran out, so I was hand lighting this thing for years because I forgot that the battery was there. Huh? I, you,
0: you, the funny thing is, you remind me. I probably should check that on my aunt's.
1: Yes, yeah, because because we've been no hand much.
0: lighting it too, and I'm like, well, I think the igniter's dead, and I'm too lazy to replace it.
1: <laughs> it's a double A battery in most of them that's just sitting there behind behind the punch button. <laughs> check it out. Uh,
0: yeah. All right, Crack so it. so let's see. We've done lunch um, cooking lunch. And now we'll do the tail end of the food in the bathroom. Um, do you, are, are you the one who cleans the toilet or?
1: or um, is, or I, you, I should you, you, be that one. Yes, I should be. <laughs> um,
0: so like the toilet brush is always an interesting thing. Cause you know, I, I go look in mine, I have the toilet brush and then I have the, you know, the little sp- spray bleach thingy, right. Mm-hmm. That you put on yep. it. Um, And the thing that I don't like about those bottles are, like, you just turn them over and the bleach just, like, starts spraying out automatically. And you don't have that a lot of that kind of control on where you want that to go. So when you're brushing, you're like, "Ah, this, you know, this would be so much. I'm filling this one. This is my pain. This would be so much easier if I had a little bit more control on it. So our last project of the night, and keep in mind, you guys voted for this. I was hoping the pet communicator one made it, but you guys voted for this. Um, it is the three-in-one toilet cleaning system. So what it is is a toilet brush, and then at the end of it, it has a little nozzle so you can fill up the handle with um, – they they want you to use their specialized um, toilet wash thing. I'm hoping that they'll in in the future let you just put in your stuff. But what you can do with that is it has a little spray nozzle and then you can control when you spray it into the bowl and um, use the brush to clean it and all that good stuff with it. So it's pretty simple in terms of execution because that's really what it is. Um, what's nice about it too is that the brush, you can screw unscrew it and replace that if you want to. So you're not like buying a whole new one um, when the brush part wears out. And there, I, I part of it is their special formulation that has like lilac or something in it, and that's supposed to kill a lot of smells and stuff that you may be getting in the toilet.
1: <laughs> lilac is one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. When my lilacs bloomed last week, I stood there and just sniffed them for like ten minutes.
0: <laughs> so um,
1: I don't know what that has to do with cleaning toilets, but if they say it's clean, it's clean.
0: Well, well, like yeah, that, that's the interesting thing about this is they're not just selling the brush; they're selling their washing fluid type thing for the bowl too Um, and that's why I brought up the lilac because they mentioned it it's like our our special patented lilac thing Um, supposedly once you fill up the reservoir with their stuff it lasts for about 80 sprays or 80 days Um, and
1: I I like it I clean my toilet every 80 days so is it like (laughs) one cleaning
0: (laughs) yeah it says the smell of lilac perfume known for being most effective in eliminating odors will keep your bathroom fresh for all day
1: Okay, if my bathroom smelled like anything lilac, I would spend even more time in the bathroom. I love lilac smell. I, w- I would love to have a lilac toilet. Uh, I love this idea. Yeah,
0: no, I I, I like it because it's, it's just one of those that are just like, it's a simple idea. It's a toilet brush that can spray toilet cleaner out of it. Um, but I also like the ergonomics too because um, it has the little, if you look at the handle right here, um, it's not like, uh, you would think it's a... A button, right? No, but it's more like a spray bottle handle. So I, I feel like that can give you a better control on how much you're spraying in areas too. because um, I, I know when I'm using the Clorox whatever, it's just like, <clears throat> like oh great. <laughs> um so yeah, I, I like this idea. This one's definitely a back for me. I'm not too keen on them like trying to sell the detergent. I really wish they would just say, hey, you can pour whatever detergent you want.
1: Um, and as I'm not going to lie to you, but, but if it, I have man, a... if it's lilac, it just wins. Like that's <laughs> yeah, it. That's yeah. all you need.
0: Um, and it's a little pricey for the toilet brush. I think it's about 20 bucks, um, or 50 if you want to get three of them. Um, and they're like, do you, do you okay, see, so... do you see get yourself getting one of these just well, because like
1: I peach, peach, uh, peach has, has brushes and, and we've had our share of brushes around and then she went to Ikea and found that their toilet brushes are a dollar a piece and so she bought like nine of them
0: yeah that's, that's So that's I have I have.
1: Like, <laughs> I have like oodles and oodles of Ikea brushes so that when something gets dirty or it's time to like switch out every month I can have a new toilet brush every month so 20 bucks gets a little pricey but this one is I mean it has the cleaner it has the squir- squirter it smells like lilacs I'm definitely going to pitch this to her and see if she can't uh, see my way, because I yeah, really want.
0: Because yeah. I'm not gonna leather. lie, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I have the IKEA one, it's kinda, like not the nicest toilet brush. Oh no, either. it's like
1: plastic with, <laughs> yeah. with like scrubby end. Maybe yeah.
0: that's it. And, and like when I'm using it, sometimes like is, I'm like, is this really being efficient? <laughs> Just like I don't know. And I, I like revs where it's like you clean your toilet every 80 days, your wife cleans it three times a week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that,
0: that may be true that may it's
1: be true. So true i'm sorry it's so true <laughs> thanks rev you're right you're absolutely yeah, it's right. Be, it's
0: because you you're spending the rest of your time being the awesomest husband ever that she's like i'll let this that's one good. slide
1: that's what it is i'm so busy you're, yeah you're, you're
0: you're busy like being awesome like taking her to go see plays and stuff and you know yeah, all yeah I'm, a good, I'm a good man all that so yeah, this one this one's a back for me. Um, they still have a ways to go. They only have four hundred twenty five dollars right now, and they're looking for fifteen thousand um, dollars. But
1: they've got a month.
0: Yeah, they got a month.
1: Um, uh, I think they're doing everything right. Like this yeah. must be like an, an early an early launch. You know, we're, we're early on the t- for front end, but yeah, I think it launched like, today. <laughs> so. I think they're doing it right. Like it seems like they've got some some good marketing, some good branding. Like it, there's a good chance this is going somewhere.
0: Yeah, and, you know, who who doesn't need more stuff? I mean, maybe, could you add Bluetooth to, uh, to a <laughs> toilet brush?
1: Maybe it could, like, gauge exactly how dirty, and then it would keep track of a graph that would be like, in the last three months, you'll notice that your dirtiest days are on Wednesdays. Yeah, well, it
0: could remind you, you haven't cleaned your toilet in, like, a week. Could...
1: <laughs> your wife hasn't scrubbed it in this three times this week. You're up. Your are 80 Faces um, up, buddy. Yeah. Or,
0: or, or actually, I know what you're waiting for for it to have Wi Fi, and then you're like, Alexa, clean the toilet, and it just like automatically goes.
1: Somehow, just scrub, <laughs> Alexa, clean the toilet. It's exactly what Rev said. Alexa, clean the toilet. <laughs> I like that.
0: All right. So now it is time for our sack <laughs> of the week.
1: Um, excited about this.
0: So, uh, Drew, you're a pasty white guy, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: summer's coming up. How bad do you burn?
1: I I'm I stay out of the sun is what I do because I'm lazy. <laughs> I know that's what I do, <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, no, I burn I burn pretty quick and easy. Yeah.
0: Um. So this this our sack of the week is called the Magnet Shade. It's sun protection, um, and it's shaped cloth with magnets sewn into it, so you can cover your ears and neck, and it attaches to your baseball
1: cap. Oh um, wow!
0: So been thinking. So here's here's your baseball cap, and you know you just attach it. To the back, and there you go. <laughs>
1: Somebody's been thinking this is a brilliant idea. um It looks hideous in this picture, but I like the what, idea. What
0: you're not a camo kind of guy? <laughs> I hate camo. <laughs> um But the reason I mentioned it, I mean, this is cool. You know, he has the kids and stuff. um And he does a pretty good description of them. What I was worried about is this is his entire description. It, like he assumes you're going to watch the video. And then it's uh, and then he just has a paragraph there, uh, uh, and there's no pictures and stuff or anything like that. At least I like how he's honest. This Kickstarter is, t- uh, this Kickstarter test is the beginning. So he, he's trying to see if there's a there's a market for it. Um, but I don't I don't so, think I don't think I'd pay twenty five bucks for
1: this. <laughs> no, so it's just magnets around your hat, right?
0: Yeah, um, so, or a cloth that has magnets, and then you have to put magnets in your hat. To,
1: yeah, so to, so it does it does seem to be a little on the on the on the higher end, uh. But honestly, like back and ears ears and neck is where I get burnt the most, and so fashionable, no, but functional.
0: <laughs> yeah, um,
1: that that was my
0: like honestly, you know he he has a video and he he's smart because he's only looking for a hundred bucks, so he's testing the market.
1: Yeah, I'm just yeah.
0: looking at man, it's like add some more descriptions to this because if I don't want to watch your video which is I mean what is it it's a three minute video so some people don't watch that you know show me a picture that you, I know you have a prototype because you're showing it in the video
1: right give me some shots yeah of that. give me
0: give me some a little bit more information um and I'm a, I don't ai don't like people who put one sentences also in risk and challenges we risk being it, late on delivery in the event of larger than expected custom orders It's like
1: yeah uh... 25 bucks is is a lot yeah.
0: um and I, I i just like i never understand people who don't put the one level in here. he puts a five dollar letter where you get a signed letter
1: signed letter yeah
0: um by his two sons
1: oh well, well in that case
0: uh <laughs> But I, I, you know, I I I I always encourage people do that one dollar level, no matter what, because it's just like that low barrier of entry where some people are like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a buck. Like if he had, right, and then, if you had that, I'd be tempted to give him a buck right now.
1: Right, because friends and family can do that, and they can they can give they can give the dollar and feel like okay, I've I've supported you to some extent, and they they're they're guilt free, and you're a dollar richer. So it's not a bad idea. I I have to say, like I like the idea and the concept. I just wish there was a way more like. Fashionable, sexy way to do it. Well, I think his this kids just comes have out like,
0: like different fabrics and stuff. And this is what worries yeah, me is that I didn't watch his full video because I just I was like eh, I'm not interested. It's um, like
1: Adam Adam mullet is what it is. Like <laughs> twenty five bucks, you can have your own mullet. That's where I'm at. Oh, uh, maybe I should grow a mullet. I think that's a is, <laughs> <laughs> it's like fantastic, the Asian mullet. Can, can I pull that off? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well. <laughs> Well oh, actually, how,
0: how would that accentuate my headphones because <laughs> my my whole life revolves around that, so they have to like you know accent you know like Bieber
1: hair where it just like flows out everywhere over the top of everything <laughs> uh, that, so i'm I'm also a little concerned that even though he has this video and he shows this off for like three minutes, uh it's shot in like the middle of the most lived in space that he has like there's <laughs> there's still clothes folded on the couch, I think, and a half bed made on a couch with a pillow. Um, you know, so it it feels like a test for sure, but
0: yeah, I think all of these are custom made, which he does not mention anywhere in the, um, in, in his description. And I, I, I I checked it. Um, we are raising funds to make this a real business where we can mass produce this product and buy sports teams licensing to be able Mm -hmm. to mass produce sports themed shades. I, I mean, just head, just sure, head you, you, head. You, you can write that down, but show me a mock-up. Show me something a little bit more substantial than just writing it, right? Right, right, right. Because, especially if you're pitching at this, we're trying to make a business. I want to see, you know, if you're going to pitch this as we're testing the market to be a business, show me your business model. Show me something more than just a line of text.
1: Well, and I and I think that he's missed one of the key things that you and I always talk about is that he's probably into this almost four days and there's no backers yeah. not even himself and he's gone he, for he had no, 60 no days
0: that's a long time for this you know and you, nobody
1: there's no traction like who knows you know what what kind of like pr he's done before this or marketing like he hasn't told anybody about this it's not a build it they will come moment yeah. i don't even know how you found this but he's got to do something <laughs> to get people like over here and looking at this uh you can't just post it up and walk away like it's yeah. you got
0: yeah especially if you wanna test your model, you'd think you'd do some user yeah. testing and polling right before you you go live um and like I don't know what what do you think's a good time in terms of trying to figure out how long to do if you're gonna do a business model test, I feel like sixty day fifty six days sixty days is a little too long for that right like a yeah. month at most.
1: Yeah, and I think and that's what makes me think that he's actually just doing this like hey I'll put it up there and see if I can make a hundred bucks and throw a couple of these out. Like, no man, you need an Etsy for that. Like this isn't <laughs> this isn't quite the way to get it done. So um yeah, this is the second time he's ran it. He ran it back in oh, he February did? as well. Wow.
0: Yeah. Um that's not a good sign because that one probably wasn't successful, right? Yeah.
1: No, he wanted he wanted out of two twenty five and it did not it did not land um, and they were thirty dollars or more. Although he has pictures of it on that one, he has actually, oh. actually pictures. Well, that's it, weird. Then <laughs> have you seen this? No, he has. He has pictures. He has more like yeah. I'm
0: I'm looking coverage, at it like yeah, more write-ups. This, this like why just copy and paste right? Why, yeah, you, you you can do that, can't you? Like it even has a Red Sox. Yeah, prototype. I mean, I totally would have gone for that.
1: Yeah. I mean again zero backers and it probably I don't know how long it ran but there's there's
0: and like wow. the story even the story and the write up seems a little bit more you know involved
1: he really he really probably um has it in the wrong place has it in the wrong place I I think that while it's a great fun idea he needs to get like a landing page of his own and get it out there in in, in social media's and and you know AdWords Facebook ads and other places uh, like Etsy's, that that he's able to drive yeah. traffic. Yeah, this go to is, go, go
0: to a craft place. fair with these. I I have a feeling these would go do probably fairly well at a craft fair, right? Uh, especially an right. outdoor or craft fair,
1: baseball games and otherwise. Or yeah. Anyway, all right, we've torn them apart. Yeah, uh, I'm so sorry, Jesse. Um,
0: yeah, sorry, Jesse. Um, and I'm sorry to you guys because that is the end of this episode of the Kick Cast. Um, we want to hear from you. If you have any sacks of the week, any projects you want to talk us to talk about, or a kick shot you want us to mention. Shoot us an email, kickcast at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash kickcast, or on Twitter, where you get to see inside the lives of both Drew and I. Um, <laughs> uh, so, night 20 for Drew, at ktdata for myself, and at kickcast for the show. I'm assuming, when, when are you actually headed out to Africa?
1: Um, it's. Uh, I will be like on a plane in, in about five weeks. So, so pretty soon. On-
0: and hopefully you'll have Wi-Fi or some kind of data plan where we'll just be taking pictures, I, I, right?
1: Yes, I really do want to share a lot of what I do because I'm, I'm excited about it. It's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, so I'm super excited for that. Um, Drew, you got anything to plug before we go?
1: Um, Let's see. Do, 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 do. Nope, <laughs> I got nothing. So wait five weeks nothing.
0: for the documentary and you'll see Drew's going to edit it in like super real time and it's going to be like graded and like get, crazy cool like who who are you gonna get morgan freeman as your voiceover <laughs> that would
1: be awesome <laughs> no it, it'll it'll I, we're gonna try and do without voiceover but if we have to we'll hire it i have enough
0: uh you're gonna hire morgan freeman
1: well i have enough <laughs> friends in high places i think it would totally voice over for me if i asked him i could i can pull in a couple of favors for that
0: this is drew trying to be polite saying that he does know morgan freeman <laughs> <laughs> fine i'm calling morgan in. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Make sure you guys, if you watch live, we always love it when people watch live, and that was the only place you'll see what Rev said in his comments. Our next live episode is going to be April 25th, 2017, and you can find that at twitch.tv forward slash ktdata. So we will see you all in two weeks. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye, all.